Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts, the hottest podcast in the streets. Visit the new website today, www.bigfactspod.com. Live for first class sounds, you know who it is. DJ Scream is here. Big Bank is here. Baby Jade is here. Special guest back in the building. This is not actually a guest. It's family. Young Dro is here. <laughs> oing, oing, oing. Big Facts. What's up, Dro? How you feeling, yeah. man? Pretty good, man. How you doing yourself? I'm well, man. Fresh per usual. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying we would expect nothing less. Okay, cool. You have on the salamander sandals. Uh, actually, these are lizards. <laughs> <laughs> you going with the lizards? Yeah. Today, <laughs> Listen, today, man, I feel like we need to have a conversation to get to know the real young Dro. I mean, you do a lot of you've done interviews and you know you have conversations and stuff like that. But let's just be let's just have a family conversation. So the first thing I'm gonna bring up is like. Where did it start for you? Even before you was young, Joe, and you was rapping, where did it start for Dro? Who who were you before Dro? What was your name? What was you on? What crunk uh, up Dewan? Uh, I think uh, in 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 middle school, um, when I first had me at Chris Cross. Yeah, you was friends with uh, Chris Mills. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, we, he's sitting like right in front of me. Uh, so you wore your pants and stuff backwards too, like yeah. Homie. I went on and did the backwards thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. 
we was it, it was like my first time being I, I was already introduced to music like uh through my my grandmama like in the choir and stuff like that. I might sing. Like in church and shit. Mm, in yeah. church, you know, she she get, she gave me this song to sing. Um and I and I fell Cause through. Cuz you sing it. too. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I yeah, do a little okay. I do a little harmonizing, you know. I do a little something something. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it it started back then and uh it was um I think I was in a group. I was in a group called uh, LHD. Yeah. It was Leroy Harold and Duane. What year was this? Uh, oh, like a century. A century. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it was. It was like in. The, it was. Like, I was in the eighth grade, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was in the sixth grade, and once we, once I seen how Chris Crosshead was doing it, I was like, oh man, let's form this group. And uh, my name is Duane, so I, I went with D One. Mm. And I got it cut in the back of my head. I had mm. finger waves and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that's where it really started. So it, it started. It started in church, singing with my grandmama. And uh, she used to like. She was like, "Baby, if you sing, I'm gonna get you like a gold cap." You know. So I got one gold cap. Then I sang another song. We got another one. And a gold that, cap is a tooth. Yeah. Yes. Gold okay. teeth, like the little cap you put on. Mm. And by the time I got through singing, I like I had like a mouthful of them. And then I was like, I want a permanent one now. Then you know, mm-hmm. it went on from there. How did it evolve <laughs> into? Um, was your first deal with Raheem the Dream? Yeah, tight to death, tight for life, tight for life, tight for life. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I was at the Bounce. Um, they had Talented Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. My cousin had this. He had a show. My cousin Screed. He had a show. Um, he was like, man, I'm gonna let you come up on my set, man. And, you know, you can get off all your little verses, your little song, or whatever. He said, but you ain't got that long. So when I got out there and started rapping, I think I, I went over the time. And when I went over the time, everybody who was with me, they were just laughing. They were like, bro, it's over. You feel me? I just mm-hmm. kept rapping. Mm-hmm. I had on, uh, I think I had on these uh, some green slacks and like a vest, a polo vest with a shirt coming up out of it. You know what I mean? I was in there, and so Raheem saw me that day. And he was like, who was that just was on the mic? And then from then on, right and then, Simon. And it was you and Fabo? Me, Fabo, uh, Drama. Yeah, 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 left, yeah. right, left, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Drama, Fabo, Tommy Gun. Uh, it was it was a lot. It was a couple of us. So what type of music you were doing in the beginning? Um, In the beginning, gospel. <laughs> then it went to, like, uh, trap like trap music like rapping like you know what I'm saying about the stuff we've seen in the projects and stuff like that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, were, were you always fresh back then yes you were okay yes, I, yes. I, I, I really I really had a was Polo your first choice were you ever Nautica and Hill figure yeah I went, I went Nautica um, Hill we, we we used to rock Tommy until we heard that Tommy didn't like black right. people. Right. And you just seen us throwing our stuff all out the car <laughs> and not the window. Yeah, me too. Because uh, we used to wear the Tommy Hill with the polo skip, uh, the polo mm-hmm. moxie. Mm-hmm. And then once that we... That nigga used to kick the linen mm-hmm. with the Maris. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He really was like all of that back then, like mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's how we used to come across. What What you miss most about that era of Atlanta? Like, just then. What you miss most about it? Mm-hmm. I, 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 remember, I, I miss... The gatherings, like the project gatherings, yeah. and like mm. the spots you could pull up at, and everybody be outside without mm. being really the days, yeah, and, you mm. know what I'm saying. Without it being shot day. up like that, you could just really have mm. everybody could be outside without 16 people getting killed. You know mm. what I'm saying? Shit, we could have freak Nick. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right. Without too many casualties, or yeah. maybe no casualties back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People want to know like, what drove in? Where you been? I just been. 
I've just been multitasking, rapping, being the dad of my little children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, just being, you know, it's a it's a lot of things that uh that I have been like No, it's like you pop up, you pop up every couple of years with a hit. Like and you mm. had you just had so one. The talent is undeniable. What is it that's getting in your way? Mm. Um, to, keep, to keep the consistency, like well, every month, every like we see Drew everywhere. Every you day. just had TikTok and it was out of here. Then you just got quiet. Well, through through well, people we forget. Like I was introduced to drugs, like through like peers, and when we introduced to these drugs, we don't have an idea that it could really spaz out. There's you know what I'm saying? It'd be just one night of fun. Hey, everybody having fun. You're going to pop the perk. You're going to take the acid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, okay, it's everybody out. It's happy. We're having a good time. But like, it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And once it becomes a habit, it, you, you get to feeding that monster and it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. And the talent yeah. becomes secondary because you're mostly into drugs at that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I indulged and, you know, by the grace of God, I, I was able to you know, make it through and keep mm. myself up. And, mm. you right. know, but actually the business part, it kind of like went left. You know, sometimes I'd be available, sometimes I won't. Mm. But it, when it most counted, I wasn't available. So, you know, you know, everybody in this room got a lot of genuine love for you. Like, yeah. not not just talking because we on TV and shit. Yeah. Correct. Where are you at with that now? Uh, I went to the rehab like a year ago. Okay. So I've been straight for since then. So you ain't. I flew to, I flew to, um, LA. You didn't indulge in nothing for a year? You're yeah. a year clean? Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, my brother. Like, Congratulations, man. Yeah, we're happy about that. But, mm-hmm. like, how was that process, like, initially for you? Like, was it hard starting that? Or were you able to just kind of, like, understand this is what I need to do? Or was it, like, an adjustment and, like, some real shit you had to go through to finally get to the point where, like, okay, I have to stick with this so that I can be better for myself and my kids? Yeah, um... Both, I think, what for my health, you know what I mean. Right. Um, I had, I, I was, I was to a point where like I was still dabbling a little bit and wasn't, wasn't doing exactly what I used to do. Mm-hmm. And then I saw myself about to go back that route, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Then I was like, well, let me just take this flight. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought a ticket to L.A. and uh, like right, I could see the Hollywood sign. Like they had us like in debt smack in the middle of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and. It was it was a good thing. You yeah, know what I mean? I yeah. flew out there. I think that shit be denial. You know what I'm saying? Nigga think they can handle that shit when they own it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, shit, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Until you have, you have to really hit rock bottom to say you ain't good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that's that's exactly what it what it what it did because you know my dad is a is an uh he's fighting his his addiction also, and so um, it's hereditary. Yeah. So that's okay. that's what I wanted to touch on because. Once you look at that family tree, and I just everybody in my family had an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. From my grandma had like what, like seven kids, mm-hmm. six of them did it, and like five five of them is dead off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really was using. And like it's only my mom and my auntie left. Mm-hmm. So um, and my dad is in his addiction, and also my daughter has started to use, mm-hmm. and she's. It's like it's really bad. So, I um I I offered to go with my daughter. You know, she's oh, nineteen. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I offered, but she was she's so out. You know what I mean? Out of it right now. Mm. She's indulging him right now, and it's it's heavy. So I was like, well, for the sake of my kid, you know what I mean? Right. I offered to go with her, but she spazzed out him. So I went on and went so I could be strong for her. You right, know what I mean? Right. So yeah. 
So when I right. when I went, it was it was it was a lot of stuff that I didn't know about addiction, about why it started, you know what I mean, and, and where it came from, the root, the origin of it, mm. and 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 why why was I using the way I was using, it, and I was just running from something that I had been facing since a child. Yeah. Do you think you have a clearer mind now in the studio with your music? Are you happier with your music now with with without the substances or how what's your thought on that? You keep it real. I mean like what's your th- what's your thought now musically? Um, it's it's kind of hard because when I was um being under high yeah, under the influence uh it was I could just fly through mm. 10 songs. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um me and Zaytoven is working on this project. It's called Recovery, but you know the last project we did was Hellcat, and I did it in a day. Mm. So when I got out and I was telling them that we we was going to work or whatever, I was like, I'm not the same person that you saw the first time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's going to take a little take a little while, you know, mm-hmm. and just bear with me. You know, it's still the same kind of music, but it takes a minute. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's actually a better trip. You know what I mean? The, the, uh, the journey is better. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the studio times are more cleaner, you know. Um, my girl don't got to worry about crazy stuff like getting those calls, like what draw piss spazzing. and mm. you know he's smoking all in the studio and he's just bringing <laughs> all these people in here. Mm. So it's just it's it's a it's a better feeling now. How what type of relationships you feel like um, got hurt in the process of you going through your? You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of a lot of relationships. Well, I I just wore people out. You know, uh, it was a lot of people fighting for me. Like you know. When you see when you see how I was turning out, you were like, "Well, I just can't keep standing up for you, Dro." You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm telling these yeah. people you talented. I'm telling you, and then one minute you straight, then next minute you you black out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I burnt a lot of I burnt a lot of stuff. I burnt a lot of people out. You know what I mean? As far as uh, Atlantic Records, E One, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they was giving me a lot of chances, and the talent kind of prevailed through. Mm. But the person wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? That's why when you heard those hits and I would disappear, they would give me the benefit of the doubt of putting it out and, mm. you know, giving me advances and stuff. Like, now I would make good money, but I wouldn't be focused, mm. you know what I mean, in, in order to maintain mm. the stardom that I was receiving. So, like, now that you're in a better space, mm-hmm. um, some of those relationships that were damaged when you were under the influence, have you had a chance to reach back out to those people and kind of, like, Try to make amends about the previous situation. It ain't time. No, you gotta show. I have to. Yeah, I have to show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would love to reach out, but it it'll kind of be like boasting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, so I would rather show show them. You know what I mean? And and hope that they see. And if they don't, then so be it. You know, I'll just continue my. You'll journey. be okay with that because yeah. you know, like yeah. it was a situation that was out of your control. Yeah, that, but you don't hold no resentment because you knew it was all on you. Yeah, it was all on me. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And and that person, that person is not around anymore. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. I'm proud of you, man. Look yeah. good, King. Hell yeah, yeah. You too, everything. Man. Thank you, guys. Y'all making me blush. I'm dark. <laughs> so what's next for Joe? So now that you got a clear mind to clearly see and to clearly think, like what what are your aspirations now, currently, and moving forward? <clears throat> um, self and family right now, because uh, I let a lot of my family members see some stuff that wasn't supposed to be seen. I have a son now, um, and my daughters they 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 have gotten older. 
And uh, it's it's all about rebuilding what's, what God gave me. And then um, stepping into, you know, outside of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but what God gave me is my, my family, my daughters, and, you know, my girl, you know, my mom. And, you know, just rebuilding that. And once I'm good with my house, I can go outside. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. So, what's some of the like activities you just do? Maybe to just keep your mind off the bullshit, like, uh, no social media. I haven't been on social media for like at least six months. Or I know you're happy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I be wanting to get off mine. No form, like, Jeez. no anything. Yeah, just I look at TV and that's it. Mm. Um, and do you do any activities? Like- yeah, I work out. I wake up at like seven. Six, take my son to school and go work out. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of like, I'd be tired as well. After that, so. <laughs> and then, you know, and I stay on the road, you know what I mean? And that's just that's just my regimen for right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Working out, no social media in, in the studio. Do you travel at all or like yeah, do um, vacationing yeah, or anything? Go to, you've been to Hawaii and Puerto Rico and, you know, just, yeah, with the family. Okay. Taking them out and getting, letting them get to know the real dad and the yeah, real, yeah. real the one. Okay. I know music, music like your first love and your passion, but you ever thought about like going into movies, TV, acting, or whatever? I, yeah, I, I always get approached with comedy and you know being being in movies. Because you are and stuff. hilarious, I gotta yeah. give it to you. Like you're funny as hell. Like, but it's, it was it was all about the focus. You know what I mean? You know, all these things was you know in the making or whatever. But I never was focused to actually sit down and do the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I wouldn't want to jump into bed with you know with that and 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 not prepare. So right now, yeah, I w- I, w- I would like to look forward to doing stuff like that. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So it's a lot of young artists that's probably in the space you was in or gonna go through the similar journey that you did like what what would you say to them like if they're partaking in the same substances that you did or maybe more so therapy man i think you know somebody to talk to out there you know because the black men we we tuck it down we tuck it in and we, we can have a drink or something, you know, or we'll drink this and smoke that. And then, you know, you could go through your problems like that. That's totally a lie, you know. Yeah. Um, it's some stuff that needs to be brought out of you that you need to be aware of. You know, some of it is family orientated, you know, um, and the people in places, you know, what I mean, like we all we are, you know, a person to pass you a blunt or pass you a pill, but they won't tell you that actually this can ruin your family or, mm. you know, this can actually take you out, bro. You can get the wrong pill and it can kill you. Mm. You know what I mean? So I would tell them, you know, like whatever you're going through, find somebody to talk to, you know, because just like us sitting here talking, this is therapy for me. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm. being able to. So when I walk outside, I'm like, well. You know, it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm able to breathe now. I talked about it. And instead of having boggled up and then trying to deal with it and then go somewhere and then taking a drink or taking a pill, mm. trying to keep smashing it down in the inside, and all of a sudden it erupts, you know. So I would I would say if you could if you could find an outlet or somebody to talk to, you know what I'm saying, that would be the best thing for you to do. Mm. You know, the best thing I could have did was spent my money on going to Cali and getting that help mm. and figuring out that I actually had trauma as a kid because mm -hmm. I've been shot. You know, my mom's mm -hmm. been shot five times. My dad's on drugs. And, and it's a, a lot of this stuff you don't talk about. And you think you're okay, but you're not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, see, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like <clears throat> a lot of people that, like, abuse substances and that do drugs and stuff like that mm -hmm. are using that drug as an escape yes. from, you know, everything that they're going mm -hmm. through. But they don't understand that that escape is trapping them even further yes. into like all of the shit that's going on around them. Mm -hmm. If you could say one person that just like never gave up on your road out with you, who would that be? Um I Tip Tip would he wouldn't he would always be like, you know, bro, you gotta get your shit together, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, um and people wouldn't see it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times he hid, he, he would hide it. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I would, if if you wouldn't mention me in a lot of places, because you know, it, the light would be on me then. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and most of all, God wouldn't give up on me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's your relationship with Tip now? It's kind of rocky, but it's cool. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Because uh, we, I had an episode the last time. We we was together and it, and it kind of he was kind of pissed at it you know what I'm saying and and, by, and that's when I went on and went to the you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. it was just it was just time you know and and just repeating that and repeating it it kind of burns out a person you know what I mean we'll forever be family you know what okay. I mean and and until I man up and straighten up my life I don't think you know I should be trying to come around and you know what I'm saying because it's kind of embarrassing almost you know. It's sad and embarrassing to, you know, have a strong person, you know, not showing that they're strong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you go get yeah. yourself together and, you know, you can make it. You can make anything happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. So as far as the um, the music scene in Atlanta, <clears throat> do you feel like you personally get the credit that you deserve for developing the futuristic sound? Nah. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> nah, I mean, well, and then like, it's it's cool, you know what I mean. People don't get Jesus the credit for what he do, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. But I I, I kind of like, I roll with the punches, you know. I know in my I know in my head and my heart, you know what I've contributed to the culture. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And I know what the culture contributed to me. You know what I mean. And and once you're good with that. You just good with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you just can't go everywhere like I brought that out. I started this, bro. You feel me? Make it a little better. Yeah, make it a little better. Like the mad rap nigga or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's some of the like new young niggas that you fucking with that you feel like keeping the torch going? The the, the vibe of Young Dro being able to rap, having bars and all that type of shit. Like, who's some of the people you think going for it? Uh, it goes without saying, like little baby. For sure, yeah. We, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, sure. I can actually see that. You know, I can see myself like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, future. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just 
it's 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 people that that I know, like cause Oakland City up the street. Right. You know what I'm saying? Future right. future used to be rock. So you know what I mean? And you know, it it's it's good to see it. It's very good to see it. And Thug, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all come from, you know, the same realm and it's 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 good to see the young cats doing what they do. Mm. Why you think like some Atlanta artists don't just well, let's flashback. We all remember the Andre 3000, the South got something to say shit, and Atlanta been running shit for years and decades and decades and decades. Why do you think it is that the South still hasn't completely gotten their, like, industry credit and all that type of shit? Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't I think because we're in the South. Mm. You know what I mean? And the rest of it is run elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I think we got it. I think they just trying to hold on to what they did. Mm. Different coasts in different states, but they yeah. knowing Atlanta got this shit. Bro. Right. South got it. They know. Yeah. But overall, forever we've had it longer than everybody. But you know what, what I'm saying, saying at what point you, do what? we just say it's like at a certain point, whatever you feel like, it's us. But what you want them to do? Just give it to us. Just say they done gave it. it. Why they ain't gave we it? We took it. That's what I'm saying. But how do you, how you feel like they ain't trying to release it? We got it. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what we I'm got saying? it. But well. Sometimes it's like you want to hear them say, you got it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, yeah. It's still like, nah, I'm telling you, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. That's cool. We got love for everybody. But so-and-so and so-and-so sound like they're from Atlanta. I seen a goddamn, um, somebody, I think New Face posted a uh, picture mm -hmm. with like Andre 3000 and um, and um, Big Boy with the coach and they had all the mm -hmm. Atlanta rapper. Mm -hmm. I ain't even know it with that many niggas. We yeah. don't rent it <laughs> you know since... <laughs> Since 90, whatever, you know, we yeah. don't rent it. Ain't nobody can't fuck with the city, bro. But especially, like, the last, like, 10, 15 years, like, there's nobody fucking with us, period, yeah. at all. Nah, a dub, really, if you want to yeah. go. Yeah, a dub. Oh, yeah. A dub. Who, who, who motivates you, though? Um, What the guys I just named, seriously, where Future really motivates me. Uh, I think I did a mixtape, and it just had, like, six or eight Future songs that I just remixed and did myself. Mm. Um. Thug, like Ghana, uh, on phone key, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot you of smash that pushing piece on. Yeah, you know, and I would have used all peas, yeah. <laughs> right? And all soliloquies, yeah, yeah. I did that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I think, I think we win because of unity too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't, Facts. it ain't never for one of us to see each other and, and go straight in and. You know, um, it's a lot going on in the city, but when it's time to come together, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, without any politics or mm -hmm. any extra, like, red tape or no shit like What's that. What's your live show looking like? Uh, my live show like an Adderall. That <laughs> 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 thing go. You know what I mean? I mean, like, that's one of, that's one of the things that I, I really, really like to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I tell a person, when they be like, well... It's it's like I don't consider myself as having a job because I really love what I do. Mm -hmm. So when I'm out at a live show, <clears throat> my voice get a chance to be heard differently mm -hmm. than it does on uh, an MP3 player. You know what I mean? Or coming through your speaker, mm -hmm. like you can actually see the veins in my neck and you know see me giving off energy that that I've been holding in, waiting mm -hmm. to get to that city. You know so I mean? has your so has your live show changed at all now that? you are completely like not under the influence of anything because you know a lot of people say that you know the drugs help them like go crazy on the stage and help them perform and last longer and you know what i'm saying all that kind of shit so now that you're free mm. 
Like, what's the? Is there a difference or no? Yeah, when I got out of rehab, I came straight to birthday bash. I was scared. Like, I was like, well, <clears throat> I was like, I usually feel like this, or if I'm at a show, I man, let me get a couple of perks. I'm going. You feel me? And then next yeah. thing, no, I, I got out, and then I had a red bull in my hand. I was like, but well, this is weird, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and, and that, and then when I got through, nobody was around, handing me nothing. You know what I mean? I had a sober, I had a sober guy with me, mm. a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? He was standing. My boy Dan, my boy Danny was standing with me, and he was like, "You got it, you got it." I was like, "I hope so." <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it came out, it came out good. You know what I mean? And, okay. And now, you know, you just change the rider. You know what I'm saying? And if, and if my road manager <laughs> want to, you know, have him, you know, indulge or whatever, they they could do that. But mm. in my in my uh, ice and water, ice and water. And, Red Bull or something like that, energy drink. You like feel that. like you it, like at this moment you're trying to build trust back up for somebody to be able to, to offer you to come on a tour or something to actually know that you'll show up and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What well, that? Well, um, I will. I want to build up trust in myself. Not, not for sure. Yeah, for sure, for yes. sure. And for your own shows and shit too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I was like. Because if I can't show myself, I, I most definitely can't show you. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so get it right in my own head, and then I, and, and hope you're and hope you're watching. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. That's that's what I rely on. I hope you're watching more than me coming to you explaining you that. Oh, I'm clean. Right. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not for sure. I'm sure. So I just let it show through the work. Yeah, actions know. speak louder. Yeah, I'm, I, I usually be on time. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I try to be. Straight up and down, you know what I mean. So I can actually gain that back. But like one thing that's in my head that that I'm sure of, like what God got for me, nobody could take it. Like and whenever, whenever it's ready, you know it'll still be there. You know what I mean. So once you get it, once you get it right with God and yourself, everything comes after that in in ten time fold. Once you sacrifice giving that up, you know it's like God. God has something like behind his back. And then he's asking me for what's in my hand, mm-hmm. you know, and if I give it to him, he gives me, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm waiting on my trade out right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest biggest part is, you know, sometimes we be we be focusing on, like, I got to forgive others. Most of the time we have to forgive yeah, ourselves. Yeah. You look inside yourself. Because sure. sometimes you'll be, you'll be down on yourself so hard from the thing that you don't put yourself through. Mm-hmm. You can never come through that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I, I was fighting with that for a long time, bang, like. Trying to figure out uh, how to please the people, mm-hmm. you know what right. I mean? Like, oh, I'm gonna look like this for this when this person come around. I'm gonna look like this, and actually, once you do it genuinely, they'll see it, mm-hmm. you know, because they're watching. They'll they'll be able to tell you if you did some fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. you should be able to tell me if I'm doing the right thing. Nah, for real. Yeah. You think the fans forget sometimes that people are human because it's like they just want drove for what they want drove for. You know what I mean? And they forget that you're a whole human with a whole family and feelings yeah. and all that stuff. And is is that one of the reasons you jumped off social media? Yeah, I, I jumped off so, social media because um, I didn't think it was a problem until until I you know the attention and. The gratification from people, you know what I mean? Like you be trying to figure out, well, you be looking at other people live these lives, and I be like, well, he's still smoking, and he's the why mm-hmm. he ain't going through. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. he wasn't as worse as you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, and you know, I try to, I try to make my life line up with another person's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see everybody out yeah. having like, well, God, you know why? 
Why I gotta be so why why you gotta be so hard on me? Because God be on me like you gonna get it right or I'm not blessing you anymore. Mm. And I'd be Fair. like, Well why but this Fair. guy's he has three hundred women and you know, he's smoking <laughs> a pound of weed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why he ain't like they like because and like and I think because a lot a lot of time I like I have favor too with God, you know, because I could have been I supposed to have been gone. Mm. You know what I mean? I supposed to have been gone. And it's all in your prayers, which you done told God too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You ain't following suit. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, you, yeah. You, and then it'd be your life. Like nobody else has your problems. These are my problems. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. what I got to do to get out of this has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if you like ever talked about this in an interview or whatever, but back I don't remember how long ago. I think it was maybe like a year, possibly two ago. Mm-hmm. You had a situation with some banana pudding, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was blown out of proportion. Like, you know, it made to be like such a big deal to the point where, um, if I'm not mistaken, like law enforcement had to get involved and it was like this whole big thing. But I want to know, like, what actually happened with that shit? Because they made it seem like it was just some of the most unbelievable shit and it didn't even make sense, like, the way they were explaining it. It was... And they, I mean, <clears throat> the media people or whatever. Yeah, it was 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my baby mom, you know, we was having a cookout with the kids and um, mm-hmm. it was, we, you know, and the banana pudding was just very good. So we was at, we, we, got, into this, <laughs> we got into this argument. Yeah. And, you know, when we was arguing, we kind of like let it go because the kids was around. And then we both was at the refrigerator. And it kind of caught and back up I was bit. grabbing the banana pudding. And, and I was like, and, and you know, I think I was agitated coming down off something. And I was like, oh, and what was that shit you were talking about earlier? And so we arguing. So when we arguing, you know, I had, you know, I'm, I'm getting mine and she was getting hers. So we ended up letting it flow outside. So we arguing. So when we got outside, you know, my ego got in the way. I went to yelling and you know and everybody was outside so she threw it when, when she threw it though it kind of like hit like right here so i kind of like ate mine you know what i'm saying and then when i threw it <laughs> it got right here yeah, like all over there, right. yeah. You know, and, and, the, and the neighbor saw it and the neighbor called the cops and when the cops came my my baby mom was looking she was like I ain't called the police or nothing like that, but you know, he was like, What's in your hair? And then she was like, Well, he hit me with the banana pudding. Oh, yeah. And he was like, Oh, put your hand behind your back. I was like, I said, What's up? What you gonna charge me with? <laughs> Throwing banana pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, So should we sitting in the back of the police car? She was like, I'm trying to find out, a tr- find, trying to find a charge. You know, like, I Are was you like, Yeah, mm, this, uh, this on a uh, simple battery. Banana pudding gets you battery. If you could throw a water bottle, we could throw the simple battery. I I totally deserved it because of the verbal abuse Mm. that I caused, like that I said in front of the kids. Like that goes back to accountability being key. It could could be like verbal abuse can also be worse than physical abuse. If you you know what I mean. So it wasn't it wasn't like I didn't deserve what I got, you know. Mm. And when I went to Rice Street, I was down there, and it was just you know, you know, you know the uh, you know the scare straight program. Yeah, my my, it was, it's a sheriff down there that's cool with us. She was like, "Joe, can you come and talk to the kids?" I was like, "With a banana pudding charge." I was, like, <laughs> right. I was like, "You know what? Bring them on." So they came in. They was like, "Um, 
they was like, she was like, y'all know who this is? And they was like, nah. She was like, this young dro. And then they was like, what you charge with? <laughs> I was like, well, throwing some banana pudding and they just bust out laughing. <laughs> I was like, you know, but I said, but well, you know, the, 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 the key is anything can land you in here. Mm. I like, keep your hands to yourself. You know, yeah, this ain't yeah. nothing like, you know what I mean? Like, this ain't nothing to be looked over because this can escalate into something serious. Things, right. It's embarrassing. You know mm. what I mean? But even in my moment of shame, I still put myself out there for the kids to see. Right, right. And, you know, and, and when they went home, they probably Obviously. looked it up and was like, oh, we just saw dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I used that to my advantage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to know that. I'm glad we were able Clarity to Clarity on the banana it. pudding yeah. controversy yeah. Yeah. on Big Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, when you look at modern day like yeah. fashion, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like, oh, it's dope. I like it. I like a lot of what's going on. Or do you look at it like some people like just be reaching husband. just to yeah. be different? Or how you look at fashion? Though? I like I like fashion to the point where like. But I mean, like currently when you see it now. Yeah, like, it's it's still fashion. Mm. I, it's, it's like the weirder it gets, like the more I'm interested you know what I mean? I've always been a risk taker with an outfit. You know what I mean? Um, as far as colors go and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I see fashion today, it's it's dope. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Especially Gunner. Like, you know, I see how he, you know, he got it in the headlock. A lot of people play, but how to be having that shit on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what somebody's talking about. And I've, and I've heard those saying, oh, well, only Joe can pull that off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I yeah. can see where, where, where it's going. You know what I mean? It's pretty dope. How, how, how a nigga go get fresh if he ain't having no money? Like, if he can't go to Neiman's and Saks and all that, what would you tell a young nigga some little tips on getting fresh? I mean, it's it's got to be, you got to have that, you got to have a body for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I wouldn't say, like, because I used to take hand-me-downs, bro, and make them look good. You told you know me that before. I mean? You just got to. Yeah. It's about the mindset, you know what I mean? Well, you know, and how much time you put into it. Like, when you come on my house and it's a big event, like last night, this was laid out on the bed. You know what I mean? And I, and I tried it on, and I was like, nah, this ain't going to look good. You know, it change the you know what I'm saying? But you wouldn't my see that. Type and then when, yeah. I, when I come out, you be like, boy, you dead, friend. Like, you do how hard I work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think, I think fashion is always, you know, exciting. Because you know? Yandro walk in. Marshalls and come out fresh because young girl walk in Walmart and come Marshall out fresh. Marshalls be having designers. Yeah, like, I know. I know. I'm just yeah, like saying. I, can, I, I, I match up stuff out at the gas station with you know. Mm. You know what I mean? One day I had this jogging suit on, but it was some stuff in the gas station that really matched it, glasses and all. Wow. Yeah, and I would go in the club and stand right next to whoever, 
and get more attention. <laughs> yeah. So it really right. don't matter where it comes from. You can you can actually have it's sauce. You know, I got more sauce than a three day barbecue. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. Quotable. <laughs> Where's the Bible? Quotable. Come on, you guys get that big facts Bible out. We need y'all to sign it. Yeah. So it's I love fashion, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the oh, things wow. that I I was able to obtain broke. Mm. You're like, boy, you ain't got no money to sew. I look good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how it was coming up. We Have talk- you ever thought about developing your own clothing line? I did, but mentally I wasn't ready again. You know what I'm saying? These things take time and like you gotta really yeah. put your mind to these things and all these all these blessings that I was blessed with, I was never able to venture off into because of, you know, the use the of drugs you and, on, you yeah. know, and also, you know, the use of drugs, uh, um, it leads to the wrong friends, the wrong environment. So it right. wasn't just the drugs. I started hanging with the wrong people. I picked the wrong girl to date. I picked the wrong best friend. You know what I mean? So if I could tell a person that's that's in the industry and you're young, it's not just the drugs that's, that you have to overcome. It makes you pick everything wrong. The wrong surroundings. Because you're high. You know what I mean? And once you high, you just me. I don't think, I don't think that you get to dance with the angel in the devil's den. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think you. I don't think you're prone to the best things. You know, doing the worst things. You know what I mean? So once you, once you kick that, you know, and there's no way around it. Drugs are not good, man. You can't. Mm. I can't. I can't tell you. And then, but you know. It's kind of like it's messed up because hip hop is built around. That's this. what I was gonna say. You know what you, I'm yeah. saying? If, so you, you, if you in the studio kicking that, you probably gonna be the only one kicking. Yeah, you. That. But mm-hmm. guess what? You'll be the only one live to you eighty, mm-hmm. and ninety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know. So if you wanna, if you want longevity in life, and what and what what God got to offer, man, is drugs ain't it, man. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it's coming down. Trust mm-hmm. me. Do you feel like? Marijuana is drugs, like for people. If, if if somebody wake and bakes every day and they don't ever participate in no other type of drugs. Well, my name's Dro. Right. So <laughs> right now at this age, I'm yeah. like, I think it's levels to everything. Mm-hmm. If you're young and you you know in moderation when you're older, like you know, I wouldn't say it's a bad drug, mm-hmm. but it it makes me now. If I you know once I got older, it makes me feel like well. I want to go. I want to go work on building something like. Oh, I want to go. If I got a dog, I want to go in the backyard and build him a doghouse. If I smoke a blunt, I'm gonna be like, "Well, I will build tomorrow." You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just right. because of how it relaxes. Is it a gateway though? Yes. Mm. Because eventually you're gonna get tired of just. You know what I mean? Because especially if you, you know, smoking one every five mm-hmm. minutes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? After a while, you're like, "Well, get a drink." And then when you had a drink, you'd be like, now once your mind is altered with the drink, mm-hmm. somebody can walk in and offer you something. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have the right mind to say no, mm-hmm. you know, because you're drunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But a junkie told me, bro, mid-Jan, I was in Kimberly Court, and I think I was I think I was 13, and I was smoking a bunch. She was like, okay, now. She said, after that, you're going to want something else. Mm-hmm. Might not be today. She was like, and eventually... It was something else. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why I just cut it all out. Because when I first went to rehab, the lady was like, so what you're not going to do? Um, stop doing? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to smoke weed. You feel me? And then when I got in there, I was like, 
well, maybe weed ain't all that no more, you know. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. what 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 are what are, the, what are the goals moving forward? Do you have? I know you said I know you said like family is important and you know reestablishing your name and your brand, but mm-hmm. deeper down in that drove subconscious, like I know there's some big shit in there that you want to do, and I know there's some things to be done before you get there. Yeah, but just um, give us a little bit of it. I really want I want my own record label, which is an indie label that I'm starting with my cousin. You know, um. My cousin Duty Too Rich, my cousin Ye Shay, and um, my cousin Scoon. And it's just like I wanted to be family orientated because I wanted to be able to have the trust of me taking you on a journey without bombarding you with money mm-hmm. and saying that I could, so, you know what I'm saying? I want somebody with me that know that, you know, we're going to start out without, you know what I'm saying? Without, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like without all the, the shrubbery around it and, you know, just work from the ground up. And, um, I have a, a TV show that I'm editing right now mm. called Atlanta, bad girl, booty camp, which the, is Atlanta, bad girl. booty yeah, camp. Yeah. Um, you can't say that three times. Okay. All right. Me and my sister, Trey, man, um, Trey, we from, um, Joyland, man. And, um, she just got the, a bunch of girls together and, uh, we, we, we decided to shoot a reality show. And actually, I'm the executive producer on it, and I'm also in it. You know what I'm saying? Me, Trey, and Brian, and Marcelo. Um, it's actually being edited and, 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 and bust all the way down to, I got the trailer be coming out in like a couple of weeks. And it's about just empowering women of, you know, different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Some strippers, some are, uh, some sell plates. Some, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's, hey, it's, you got some place. Real life shit. Some place is it. Yeah. And, and, and we and we are venturing, <laughs> we we venturing off into Atlanta to where most celebrities wouldn't be seen, you know, or you know, I, I like I don't glorify being in places that I don't supposed to be, but it's also places that I go that most people just won't go because you know what I mean? Facts. Yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. be in I'm gonna actually give you a part of Atlanta from my my point of view from my eyes you know what i mean yeah. and so we go around we might have a kickball game or you know what i'm saying we might be we might have a spelling bee yeah. you know what i'm saying we might have a lot a lot of things that we're trying to put out and we and the reason why i do this is because i want to i want to take it to zeus and try to get it once we get done i'm gonna take it up to zeus or whatever network want to pick it up <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so the women can actually. I believe that it can be another Cardi B, and I would love to be a um, a part of a woman actually being a phoenix coming out the ashes and prevailing. Mm-hmm. In life. Yeah, yeah. Have power. you ever have you ever had that um, feeling like this your last shot, Dro? Yeah, yeah. I've all you know. It, it's it, it it always hunt hunts me that this could be it. You know what I mean? But that goes back to what God gives you. It can't be it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If not this, then something. But I feel like if you think that way, you won't go back. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, shit, I ain't got no more trying. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, for giving me one more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to take advantage yeah. of this one. You know what I'm saying? When you out, nigga always thinking, like, I can do something later. Mm-hmm. That shit kind of fuck you up, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I can get clean later, or I can got now, I can drop a mm-hmm. tape next year, or, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I did with the habit. That it was about to be it. 
You know what I mean? That was when I went out there, bro. I, it was nothing else I can come up with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was leaning on my own understanding. I was trying to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And if you called me out on my habit, me and you got to arguing because I didn't want you to call me out. Like I wanted to be able to notice my problem before you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you need to get it together, man. Chill. I'll do it in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Don't you know, tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when 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 I left, bro. It was we was coming, we was running down the street. I was like, that's it. I was like, that, I, I don't got any more solutions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta get in the solution instead of looking for one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I did, man. And when I went, when I went, bro, uh, for the first month, bro, I, I probably cried every session. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they were just pulling stuff. I'm like, well, I didn't know that was. You know what I'm saying? Part of the reason they were like, yeah, man, you just dig, dig, dig. And they was making me act out how I act. They asked me how much money I spent. And once I sat down and had a clear mind, seen the numbers that I was coming up with, I was like, yeah, I'm glad I came out here. And, and if I wouldn't have came, y'all probably would be talking about rest in peace, drove. You know what I mean? Because right now, fentanyl is just everywhere. And you can get your hands on it and it can actually damage. And and I think that God didn't want my end all to be that and also I didn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, I felt like that was it. What's the, so what, what, you, what you what you feel like your purpose is now? I wanna I wanna teach habit. I wanna teach music, but I also wanna teach about the habit, you know, and black young men and about Getting help, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and being in, in a fellowship. I want to have a fellowship of, you know, it's going to sound corny to the average street person, but actually it'll save your life. You know what I mean? I want not you not being afraid to ask for help. Yeah, and I yeah. want you to see it from a standpoint. Like, you know how preachers try it or counselors in school, and they don't be... You know, they ain't go through yeah, it. I actually got bullet wounds and stuff like that. You can They're see, not relatable. you know what I'm saying? That you know, yeah. you, you, a relatable person, like man, Dro, Dro did that. So you know, I want to, I want to teach music and also teach about drugs. And that comes along with my book that I'm writing. It's called Rap, mm-hmm. and it's it's about rap, but all of the stuff that was around it. Mm-hmm. You know, the shootouts and the friends, and you know, making it in the music business, keeping the same friends, and how bad that could be. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be. Like, say for instance, they can. This can be a spot, and I'm the only rapper in here, and the cops can come. You know what I mean? When the cops get here, everybody goes to jail. But only I'm gonna get, you know, mm-hmm. put on the news. Mm-hmm. And the notoriety. You know, the, the notoriety. So yeah. you actually have a, a platform, and you're using it for that. You know what I mean? That's the wrong way to do it. So I wanna, I wanna teach, teach it, and you know, actually be a role model for. For my from for my kind, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, dope. Young Dro, man, what Dro, Dro, Dro? We proud of you, man. You know, continue to embark upon your journey. You know, you got support here if you need it. You know, mm. what I'm saying you are family. Mm. Is there anything you just want to say to the big facts supporters and the Dro supporters before you slide? Oh man, um, the new stuff coming out. You know what I mean? Um, we j- I just dropped a tape mixtape um on my own. You know what I'm saying? Um, Redline is my new. Um, record label Redline Music Group okay. uh, me and Sierra got that and uh, we dropped in February and me and Zaytoven is actually working on our project 
Um, it's gonna be hot. It should be coming out. On, well, our first single be at the end of May called Munyons. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Munyons <laughs> is like another word for cash and racks. Money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So we got Munyons coming out. This song, everybody have Munyons. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, <laughs> we we the name the, the name of our project is gonna be called Recovery. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be from the eyes of a person that was just like you standing, like you know what I mean. So mm. you won't. So it won't be too too shabby you know what I'm saying mm. oh I ain't listening to that oh you gonna listen to me Carl. if not I'll outwrap your ass mm. <laughs> <laughs> did watching somebody like Gucci and him going in and coming out kind of did, did that inspire you too listen man Gucci got out bro me and Gucci like this now you yeah. know what I'm saying like he like but you know when he first was on his his um um journey mm. He reached out to me and I wasn't really ready. And boy, he's he started going out. I ain't fucking with you, goddamn boy. You ain't, you ain't focused. I can't let you get me back. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. We, every day we talked, and you know what I'm saying. And then once I once I went on and got straight, I didn't call him to let him know oh, where well, I did this. I just wanted him to see. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know that's that's a big supporter of mine, and um and it's and it's a great it's a great thing to follow. That's why one of the reasons why I went and did it because I was able to relate to him. Right. See That's him what I was doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I know, I know when he see this, he's gonna be like, "Oh, you went." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I appreciate him a lot, man. Him and Keisha. Yeah. They, they they was they went from well, they went from trying to get me straight, and I lied to him, and mm-hmm. oh, I'm, uh, and it started showing that I wasn't. Yeah. And, and Instagram really was showing them. Mm-hmm. They was looking like they was like, uh-huh, <laughs> you ain't straight, uh, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, then I was like, okay, let me just cut the Instagram stuff off and mm-hmm. all social media off, and actually get the help. So I'm that doing I mean, the work yeah. right now. You know what I mean? I appreciate you guys calling me out to show. You know what I mean? What's going on? Nah, we're going to check yeah. in on you. We're going to push for you and pray for you, King. Yeah, appreciate mm-hmm. it. Appreciate yeah, you pulling sure. up on Thank our you, game. Bro. Thank Big you, shouts out to Joe pulling up to Big Facts, www.bigfactspod.com. Yes, Salute! Sir. You're listening to Big Facts with Big Bank and DJ Scream. Follow Big Facts on social media at Big Facts Pod. Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Bang. Hey, man, it's all the way up. Ladies and gentlemen. That merch in. Yes. Yeah, that's right. www.bigfactspod.com. Yeah. With the real ones one time. Y'all come get y'all some of this merch, man. Bigfactspod.com. Let's get it. Get that merch right now. Shop with us. It's all the way up. Big Fat Merch. It's going down. Visit the new website today. www.bigfactspod.com. Visit now. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.